What's up? <clears throat> what's what's going on? Welcome back. The brain fart. Uh, we've been doing a lot of like collaborative episodes, so we're gonna throw it back, old school. It's just me, and actually, I have a really interesting topic. And I and I recently had this um, conversation with a uh, counselor that I see, uh, and um. And I and I thought that this like kind of concept would be useful to people uh, to talk about because it was something that was useful to me. It might not be useful, and honestly, um, it, it it I think it resonates with me because uh, I've worked with mental wellness and um, student affairs uh, at Carleton for like two and a half years ish. I think it resonates with me because of that, because I have a lot of experience and you might not know a lot of the things I'm talking about, but definitely I think the analogy or the things I'm going to talk about have some relevance and can be useful uh, to like keep in mind as we all kind of, you know, navigate uh, the coronavirus. Uh, to start, I'm going to say that the beginning of 2021 felt so eerily like the beginning of 2020 and i felt like this deja vu of like things that were happening and then i realized that um loud i realized that uh the the reason why it felt very deja vu is because the new year actually doesn't mean much in the, <laughs> the new year is just a day the, you know, we didn't suddenly come out of 2020 and all the shit's fixed. No, it did. that's not how it works. It takes time. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be patient. We're going to work with each other and be kind. And um, hopefully all of this kind of eases up. And, you know, in the interest of public safety, I think you can all appreciate staying at home and, um, you know, not not partying and not doing any of that stuff is the bare minimum. Uh, that is required to make sure that you're kind of protecting other people. Because if you don't care about yourself, at least care about other people. But you should care about yourself, and you should care about your public health and or your own health. And okay, okay, sidetrack. Point is that I recently in this counseling session was was like I was having a rough week. Okay, let's start there. I was having a rough week last week where I didn't know exactly why I was feeling so negative and so down. There wasn't any particular one event that had like contributed to me feeling down. There had been no trauma. There had been no specific item that was weighing heavy on me that week. I just felt down. And I think a lot of people can relate with that. Yes, we have the overarching theme of the pandemic and we have the fact that I, you know, hadn't seen a physical person in a while. And, but I was still, I was still like hanging out with friends virtually. I was still doing class. I still had things going on. I was moving forward in some progression, but I couldn't understand why I was struggling to kind of not feel negative. And so I started like, I, I, 
because I was so conscious of that fact that I was feeling negative and I identified it. Um, I started like looking into that and trying to explore that more. And I found that um, a good analogy for, for um, this idea is to kind of split up your brain, right? Let's go deep in my brain. And there's two presences that exist here. There's the presence I know a lot about. And I've been exploring for my entire time at university. And I have been exploring this for years. And I have a good grasp of who that presence is. And that presence is like the compassionate self. right? The, the, the idea of me that I know well. That I want to help people. There's, th that's a presence that, that I know about. I know what he looks like. Right? Kind, caring person. And I can kind of personify this presence or this consciousness stream in my head and say that that presence has all the skills to support students, to support other people, to support friends and family. That presence is caring, kind. That presence is patient. And then I was like, okay, so now I know that the negative thoughts, the negative feelings are not coming from this compassionate side of me. Because this compassionate side is kind of like, I know, I, I can identify it. I can see that these are not related. And so I started thinking more about, okay, these negative th thoughts, let me personify them as well. And so I started like painting a picture in my head of who this critical negative uh, self is. And it turned out that, like, the way I personify this is like, a dark, grungy figure. You know, maybe not as, like, you know, not as approachable looking. Someone maybe I'm a little scared of. And I don't know much about this negativeness. I don't know much about this negative person. I, I know that they are negative. I know that this, this, you know, this stream of consciousness is the one that's generating those bad thoughts. And I know that the, but I don't know what this is. I don't know what the root cause is. I was just feeling sad. I was just feeling upset. And it's frustrating to feel something and not understand why. So... In counseling, we kind of unpack this a bit more. And I started, like, you know, I was thinking about these concepts, but I hadn't put words to it. And saying things out loud really does help. For me, at least. So I, I put them out into the universe. I talked to my counselor. And I, and, I, and I realized what I have done in the past when confronting these negative critical thoughts is I typically, I typically try to aggressively pursue who they are who is this person who are you what are you doing what do you represent i know the compassionate side of me because i worked on that and developed that i know that the compassionate side of me what what they look like i can picture them i can picture their their skills i can picture you know how how they're feeling i can i can personify these things they make sense 
But this critical side, in the past when I'm confronted with this uh, idea that I need to essentially like personify them, I need to put, put qualities to them. I can't quite put my finger on it. I can tell where my compassionate side comes from because I can directly relate the experiences and the positivity and the learning that has contributed to that compassionate person, those compassionate thoughts. I can attribute those, but I cannot find the equivalent or the critical side. I can't see those. I, I don't know if these is a repression, these repressed memories, are these, um, maybe this is a figure in my life. Maybe this is, you know, I don't know. I don't have those answers. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you don't have those answers because you want to have those answers. You want to be able to describe things. You want to be able to observe and, and explain these things. And it's not easy. It really isn't. And I thought about it. And, you know, oftentimes we aren't kind with ourselves the way we are kind with other people. We aren't nice to ourselves the way that we are nice to other people. Maybe, you know, we, we deserve a bit more than that. Maybe we deserve to be a bit more kind to ourselves. And I realized that in the past I would just, and I noticed I, re, I realized this is, how, this is how my brain works. So I just clarifying because that totally took me out there. I realized that in the past, the way I tried to learn about this person was very impatient. Was I, I tried to prod this um, consciousness, the stream of consciousness, by interrupting it, by jumping in. If this was a friend, if, if, I, if we're truly doing a, a, you know, like I'm comparing this to people, when I saw this critical negative figure, I would throw question after question. I wouldn't wait for, I wouldn't give it a chance to answer. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't really let it have any space. I wanted to know right now. I was frustrated and angry and disappointed. And I realize that instead of being so frustrated with this negative self, let me pretend like this is a friend. Now, if a friend comes to, like, you know, if, if a friend's looking down, if I notice that they're feeling negative, then am I going to bombard them with questions? Am I going to get frustrated at them and say, no, why don't you... Um, why don't you figure that out? Uh, why don't you, you know, why don't you know that? And it, and it turns out that um, the right approach is the approach of the compassionate side. It's the approach of being yourself and being kind. It's the approach of Essentially, you're, you're, you sit there. You sit there with this person. You tell them, hey, thank you for being here. Hey, 
I'm here. And I am patient. And I'm not going to ask you to do anything you don't want. And I want to help you. And then, you sit there. You give them space. You give them patience. You sit with these thoughts. You, you don't have to chase after this stream of consciousness, trying to break it down and pull it apart. Let your brain breathe. And ever since I, like, I started doing a lot of yoga and a lot of meditation practice now, I do it every night. And this has been really helpful in my meditation. Find that, you know, yoga and meditating is not always the most effective every day. Some days I cannot think. My head is buzzing. Not anchored down. I cannot focus on simple things like breath. I, you know, but the, the important thing is that to not get frustrated with yourself. To give yourself the space. Just like if you were supporting a friend or someone you love. Someone you even like. You give them space. You're patient with them. You let them know that you're there. And that there's no pressure. They can spend as much time. And ultimately, that's kind of the lesson I wanted to, to leave people with. Whoever listens to this, if anyone. It's the message I'm trying to leave myself. You know, and and a big thing with that message is even if you're not able to do that all the time, is to reflect and understand that you can get better and not be frustrated with. It. Treat your own self as a friend, as a as as a as someone you know, someone you care about, and that helps you. Make sure that you're being intentional about how you are treating yourself. A lot of us are great friends. I have met a lot of people that are very kind, very sweet human beings that are genuinely good people. And if they gave that same amount of care to themselves, I can't even imagine the world of people would exist it would be amazing and it's not easy and it's it's something everyone has to work towards just like sometimes we mess up with our friends sometimes we are wrong sometimes we say things and we don't mean them sometimes we are not as sensitive it it doesn't it's not a practice of perfection it's a practice that will help you it's a practice to become better it's a practice with the intent, right? The intent is so important here. Um, yeah, so I hope, I hope that, uh, I don't want to drag this on any further, but I hope that I can leave you with that. Be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself and treat yourself the way you would treat someone you love. It is very difficult. I've struggled with it, and I'm not going to say it's easy. I'm going to say it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of patience. And, you know, 
you might never solve those. I, I can, I have come to peace in some respect with the fact that I could be 80, could be old, right? Be old and still have this negative presence as a negative presence. But, you know, analogies and all these things just serve to, to hopefully, you know, illustrate something to give you a visual or uh, uh, with that regard. Anyway, I hope, I hope you enjoyed the message today. Um, we're, you know, I'm, some people are saying I'm going full hippie. I'm doing all the yoga and meditating and stuff. Um, but, you know, I'm just trying to develop tools for my toolbox. And I'm actually going to talk more about uh, the toolbox as a concept. Um, hopefully with Jay, because I, I know he, um, he and I kind of fleshed that out a bit more. Uh, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk more about that. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. This has been Tav with Brainfart. Uh, make sure if you want to wanna chat more about this, uh, go to Twitter, at PodBrainFart. Um, yeah, and we'll leave it there. Uh, take care. Bye.